Hello and welcome to The Download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and it is Stu's Day. So we're joined by Stu Kedwell, co-head of North American Equities at RBC Global Asset Management. Stu, welcome to Stu's Days. Uh, thanks very much, Dave. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. I, I've never really asked you, do you like the term Stu's Days? I do like Stu's Days. Like, uh, it's, a good, it's a good name for me. When I was in university, I got stupid. So uh, I prefer Stu's Days. <laughs> So, so this is an upgrade. Does the does the family celebrate Stu's Days at home? Uh, not as not to the same way that you do. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, and there's a reason why we celebrate it, and particularly with today's topic, because we're going to talk about dividend stocks, and probably nobody knows more about dividend stocks in Canada uh, than you, Stu. And what I wanted to what I wanted to ask you is, we've been talking about on with with several of the guests on the podcast. Uh, the recent rise in in treasury yields, interest rates moving higher, uh, and so Stu, what is the impact in in from your point of view on the the recent move in interest rates on on high yielding dividend stocks? Well, it's a it's a good question. It's something that we think a lot about. Um, you know, the early stages of interest rates increasing um, normally mean things that are good for many of the companies that we own. So. You know, there's a number of different phases to think about on interest rates increasing, but the, you know, the early phases are the central banks are still quite accommodative. So you have a rise in longer term interest rates because the bond investors are worried that the economy might be stronger than they otherwise thought. A strengthening economy then kind of plays through to a bunch of the stocks that would be in the dividend fund. So, you know, you take a financial stock like a bank where you have this big mass of deposits sitting inside the bank. And as the economy starts to improve, people start to borrow money and you start to do it at slightly higher interest rates. So it can be very good for, it can be very good for earnings. Or are you taking an insurance company where uh, you have all these future liabilities and when interest rates start to rise, that can actually be a positive uh, for the businesses themselves. Uh, you know, other areas, whether or not it's, uh, you know, auto parts manufacturers or things that are a little bit economically sensitive, uh, a rising economy normally means more units, a little bit easier way to make money. So, you know, the early phases of interest rates increasing are normally quite positive uh, for not just uh, the earnings that, uh, that we're owning through our investments in these businesses, but uh, funnily enough, it actually can be a little bit of supportive for valuation as well, um, which it might seem a little bit strange, but uh, rising interest rates can be can be a modest positive for valuation in some of these sectors as well. Where you where you worry about it is when a company's cash flow is highly contracted, which means there's really no way for it to outgrow what you otherwise thought possible, and then it functions a little bit more like a bond, so that when rates rise, the price of that security can sometimes be pressured a little bit. A couple have come to mind there. Uh, you know, and so far this year, we've seen modest underperformance from some of the renewable and utilities companies. The renewables companies, you'd think, well, you know, trends are extremely strong, and they are. There's going to be a lot of renewable energy. But when you sign a contract for a certain amount of power, uh, that contract is normally quite fixed. And um, so when you have higher interest rates, you have to uh, affect that uh, or reflect that in the valuation. And utilities are a little bit better prepared because while they have an ROE or a return on equity that the regulator gives them, as rates rise, eventually they get to put that through to the rate base and to the ultimate rate payers, the people who are buying electricity and gas and what have you. 
So they'll get to recover some of that as rates rise. So they are not quite as interest sensitive, but still uh, you know, fall on that end of the spectrum. But all things considering, when we look across our portfolios, we would much prefer to see uh, a better economy, uh, rising interest rates reflective of that fact, because it means there's good things going on in our earnings of the businesses we own. And that uh, normally is a good period for performance. And, uh, and, and as, we've, uh, as, as we've seen over, if we, if we look over a number of years, uh, dividend payers, and in particular dividend growers, have tended to do uh, better than the market overall. And is, is, is that something that persists during periods of higher interest rates, or is that more pronounced during periods of low interest rates? Well, it's the the, the makeup uh, can be a little bit different, but both uh, in both scenarios, a dividend and dividend growth is a very uh, powerful cocktail for long term uh, for a long term way to participate in the stock market. You know, we like to think about our collection of businesses, you know, yielding somewhere in the neighborhood of, you know, as a collection, maybe three and a half to four percent, and the dividends of those stocks growing mid single digits over long periods of time. So, you know, sometimes it's the businesses that are yielding two, two and a half percent, but their dividends might grow at seven or eight percent doing the heavy lifting. And sometimes it's the ones with slightly higher yields, but maybe less growth doing the heavy lifting. And, uh, you know, when we combine it all, uh, as I say, like, I think it's a pretty good way to have long term equity exposure and to, you know, compound your capital uh, mid to high single digits over a long period of time. And so, as you say, it's a, uh, a powerful cocktail. Powerful cocktails are always welcome on Tuesdays. Hundred <laughs> percent, Dave. Thank you. Not that we're recommending that. A, a, a nice uh, glass of water is also a, a, a good thing to sip on on Tuesdays. But uh, but Stu, great um, great overview of why uh, dividends uh, are are such a powerful force uh, for for so many investors and something they should take a look at. Uh, and some of the ways that uh, that interest rates influence those uh, those dividends. Uh, certainly as we're as we're seeing uh, things move around in the markets right now. So Stu, always a pleasure. Uh, we'll look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks, Dave. Take care.